This is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronx, online at 1077thebronc.com, or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download WRRC1. That's W like Wanda, R like RR like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Hello, this is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting is ready with her panel of guests to give you all the information you need about finding your career or furthering your career. No matter where you are on your career path, Wanda Ellett has the tips and tricks you need to succeed. Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Ryder University. Let's pick up the line with Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting for your your career is calling only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Good morning. You're listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett live in the Killarney Public House Studios at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Proudly ranked the best college radio station in New Jersey per New Jersey Broadcasters Association. Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business. The CEO of Me, Inc. I'm here for the next hour and very eager to take your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Behind the glass today producing our show is Ryder University's intern, Bobby Negrescu. Hey, Bobby. So today I have a very special guest. I'm excited to, to to interview this guy, uh, I just think he has a fascinating. He does. A, he has a fascinating career right now, and he's had a fascinating career. And um, I, I, I just think he's a very interesting man. And I have Tom. Do you say your name, Euro or Muro? Um, Euro. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> good morning. How are you? Good. Good. Good to hear you. Good to hear you too. So um, I, I'll share a little bit about uh, Tom. Uh, Tom, he's like I said, he has a very interesting. He's saying that he's, I guess, a um, a celebrity journalist right now. Um, and per his Wikipedia, uh, he's a retired New Jersey banker. Uh, he's an entertainment reporter for Fox Broadcasting, the Fox Morning Extra, and has appeared on the station WTNHTV and on the Wendy Williams Show. He's also a columnist for the Huffington Post, Chicago Now, the Raleigh Telegram, Us Weekly and a contributor to websites including Social Light Life uh, on uh, .com, RadarOnline.com, and TMZ.com. Uh, Miro and reality, te- star, uh, reality television star uh, Jacqueline Larita, they organized the benefit the Emanuel uh, Cancer Foundation in Midland Park, New Jersey, for which uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame Harry Carson donated items. He and uh, Kim Granitel, also from the... Real Housewives of New Jersey, have starred in an online series of vignette-like home movies. Uh, he was also MC of the 2011 Miss, Mrs. New Jersey United States pageant on uh, May 21st in 2011 and co-hosted the 2011 New Jersey Fashion Week um, back also in 2011. He's acted as a ringmaster for the Big Apple Circus and the 30, 36th annual um, holiday season benefit gala in 2014, again in 2015, uh, with Miss New York in 2014. Uh, he is currently a resident of Franklin Lakes, where he's a full-time dad. Uh, he's also building a home and uh, doing so many wonderful things. So welcome, and I'm excited to talk to you. 
uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, previously what we would do, we've been doing the show, I've been doing the show for about six years now, and previously what we would do is talk about high-level topics and um, like interviewing, networking, traditional things. And then last year what we started to do was uh, 52 Stories, where we would have guests come on each week and talk about their biggest career lesson. And it has offered inspiration to many professionals from high school right through, you know, retired professionals. And uh, this year what we're doing is overcoming obstacles. So we're going to talk about Tom's biggest obstacle he's overcome. And sometimes people come on and they talk about multiple obstacles and, and advice on how people can get through these things. So welcome, Tom, and let's get to it. Thank you very much. That, for that was quite an introduction. <laughs> I have to say, it sounds like a lot when you read it. <laughs> One thing that's not on there is I, I bowl for the second stage theater every year for their theater programs, which I love. They have a, a fantastic theater program in New York, and uh, we bowl. It's a celebrity bowling event, and we just have a great time with it. And How'd you get involved in all these things? You know, you know, from banking to, you know, the social life feed. I have no, you know, it's funny. I, I, I have to tell you, I dropped out of high school. I ended up working at a tool store in uh, Hasbro Heights, New Jersey. I think it was called Tool Town. And uh, there was a man in a, in a red Mercedes that used to pick up tools. I guess he was doing some building projects with some of his, his workers. And, you know, I always complimented him on his car, and he said he had a, a mortgage company. And he asked me if I wanted a job, and I went and worked for him. I was probably about, I'd say about 19 years old. So it... Uh, you just never know where you're going to be, and I, I spent—I probably spent a good three or four months reading, um, reading about mortgages, and then calling people randomly from the telephone book, you know, asking them if they wanted a mortgage and if they wanted to refinance, and that's how I started in, in the banking business. That was my start. Wow. Yeah. So it's uh, you know, and then it's it's come you know. All the way up to now, I fell into the celebrity news business just by, um, you know, having my photo taken with Barack Obama in 2009 on a golf course. That was pretty cool. That's how it started? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I was with my daughter. Um, so I, I did my banking thing for 20 years, and I had a banking license and went through all of that. And, you know, that was a good, that was a great career, and obviously banking Banking was a, a dead business in 2009, so the yeah. timing was good. And I was on the golf course with my daughter on Martha's Vineyard, and there was no press pool around or anyone around to see the picture. So when I handed my picture to my friend in town who has a store, he put, his, he put the picture in the store window, and the news outlets saw the picture, and they were, I guess they were wondering who the guy and the daughter or the girl was that uh, had their picture taken with Obama. And they tracked us down, and we started doing the morning news circuit as the father and daughter who hung out with Obama. You know, I guess he was a, no was a rock star at the time. Yeah, that's how it all started. Oh, my God, that is so funny. So what would you guys, and I apologize because I haven't seen your, you know, these news segments, the early news segments, but... um you know, how is that? Like, did she love it? Did she get a bug, like, for being in front of the camera? It was fun. Yeah, we both we both loved it. My daughter, you know, she was 10, so she didn't care. She was, you know, she was <laughs> nonsense to her. Um, you know, 
it, yeah, we, you know, after meeting the president, she she just kind of said, oh, he was a nice guy. You know, she didn't she didn't care who he was. When you're ten, you're not thinking about those things. But it was uh, it was interesting. And then you know, News Twelve in New Jersey, which I think you have down there, uh, they yeah. offered me a job after having me on a few times for various things regarding presidential stuff, and they offered me a job going to parties, going to galas and celebrity events, uh, and talking about them on TV in the morning, which was which was. That fun. was an act, like, you know, because I've seen you on News 12, but that was an actual, like, that was, like, you know, that's that's how it started, too. They just said, well, why don't you do this? And then yeah. that's how you started getting invited. Yeah, so I don't know if I had any obstacles. I mean, the only obstacle I, I had in, in life, I guess, was I didn't finish school, which I, I wouldn't recommend to anyone. You know, if you're in college, stay in school. But... You know, and that's rare. I mean, it, you know, nowadays you need, you know, you need your education, you need a degree, and you need a, a, another degree and another another degree on top of that to get a real job nowadays. Um, so, it, you know, I was, I was very lucky, I think. And, you know, well, it's funny because right I, I see you everywhere, you know, because I follow you on Instagram. and But it's, it's funny because sometimes I'll see you in other people's pictures and, um, you know, I had lived up in Franklin Lakes for a short time, but it was funny because I would see you, like, uh, you know, I saw your picture a lot, like in town and um, at different events, and, you know, it was just interesting. And even now on social media, you know, it's funny because I, I do see you on some of the people that I follow. Like, I'll see you on their pictures, and you're at, you're always you're always doing something. That's why I was laughing when you were telling me you were a slacker. You know, professional yeah. <laughs> I get around, Wanda. I get around. I mean, I guess, you know, I'm just, uh, it seems like I'm in 10 places at one time, but it's only, I have to say, it's probably only about two events a week, which I guess is a lot. Uh, and, you know, a lot of pictures. And I always say, if you're not in a picture, you weren't there. <laughs> See, I so if you ever go somewhere, make sure you're in a picture there, because otherwise, you know, it's all hearsay. <laughs> Because me, yeah, I always think like it's funny because a lot of people I, I hang out with they're like the opposite. So a lot of, I hang out with a lot of introverts actually, and it's kind of funny because they're like they don't want to be part of any pictures. So I'm always dragging people into pictures. So it's kind of funny. That you well, when they have grandkids one day, they can tell their grandkids all about these great places they went, but they'll never have any pictures. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so, true. You know, people Not want to see generally. pictures. I like pictures. I mean, I, I used to, I guess I used to be kind of camera shy, but now I, I get the. Uh, the value of taking pictures. So how was the transition? I guess we could talk about, because Bobby's giving me the, the, the message that I have to, you know, we have to go into a break. But what I'd like to talk about when we come back is, like, how was the transition from, you know, making, you know, from going through that economic meltdown and making the decision to retire and then, um, you know, going into some of the celebrity, some of that aspect of it. You know, did you find it awkward or, you know, or you just, it was just very natural for you? Well, um, I guess at the time I didn't have a choice, mm -hmm. you know, because the market, uh, the, the, the mortgage market and the banking business was just dead, you know, it was yeah. just exploding or imploding, I should say. And, you know. It was just a, it was a natural transition. I mean, it was nice. It was fun. It was a rush. You know, the first year, the first year is very exciting meeting all of these interesting people. And then when you see these same people over and over again, 
you know, if you see De Niro every week, he gets he gets old, you know. <laughs> I have to say, I mean, you know, it's our, it, you wouldn't believe that, but you know, after a while, you know, just don't even say hi to him. You just kind of walk in the room and you go, you walk past them now, you know. So that's how it that's is. That's pretty funny, though. That's how, like a cool be, place to be, though. It becomes old hat, but it is fun. I mean, it is. You know, a lot of these events, they're like uh, they're like weddings, except celebrities are there. You know, it's it's a cocktail hour. You sit and eat. You listen to people talk, and you go home. That's true. <laughs> you break it down like that, but it's so funny, like listening to it from like your perspective, you know. But let me, uh, I, Bobby's giving me the signal. We have to go to a little break. So um, today, I am very honored and excited to have with me Tom Hero, and he is a celebrity journalist, and he was he was previously in his previous life a a, a banker. He's reti- like in the business for twenty years, a mortgage banker. And uh, you are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett, live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronx.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. And Tom Yarrow, he's sharing his... To me, it's very exciting, you know, because he's a celebrity journalist. And, you know, so he's like, oh, yeah, I go to two events a week. And so, but he's talking about his obstacle uh, uh, and also his career um, of being a celebrity journalist. And we'll be right back after a short break. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. And you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronc.com. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett, live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today, I'm here with the fabulous, the amazing Tom Hero, and he has been sharing some great insight into into his career. I think it's, it's such a fascinating career of a celebrity journalist. Uh, he was previously in the mortgage industry as a mortgage banker for many years. And we are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Um, so in the first segment, we started to talk about how you just kind of fell into. It seems you've been very blessed. You've had a very blessed life. You you fell into the mortgage industry. You know, you were working in a tool, you, you, you know, a tool store. Like, I think you said it was Tool Town. And... This guy came in, he had a mortgage company, and he gave you the opportunity to come work with him. And, you know, back then it was interesting because, like, you know, if you applied, you know, you, you know, just the standard, like a good work ethic, you could really have a nice career. And it seems you built a nice career for yourself. Fast forward to 2009 with the economic meltdown. I guess we could talk about a little bit about that. Um so in making that decision to, to retire, like, you know, it was dead. It was just such a dead time, and um, everything was crazy. Even for myself, I was on Wall Street, working on Wall Street, and uh, I was actually at J.P. Morgan, and, uh, you know, it, it was just an insane time. Um, like, what... I mean, it was, it, a, it, it was a meltdown. It, it, was, it was disgusting. Like, even going to work day in, like, day out through that period was... It, it, and and I, I would actually say it started like 2007, like in that time frame is when things were really starting to, to crumble. Um, it, it was just really, you know, things were just getting crazy. 
uh, the You're tension right. on Wall Street is as crazy as it is. But at that time, from 2007, and, and um, you know, I left back in 2010, and uh, it, it was just insane. Um, so is it just that because the business wasn't there, you said, look, I'm just, I'm out. I'm going to tap out and, and retire, or is it just really because you got this opportunity or it was just like a, a great opportunity? You know what I mean? You're just like, well, this is what I'm going to do. Well, <clears throat> I mean, it, it was almost, uh, I mean, I, I don't think it was my choice at that point, you know, because like you said, it was, it started around, you know, 2007, that was the beginning of the end. And then the end was 2010. And that's probably realistically about the time I, I made my full exit from, mm -hmm. uh, the mortgage business and, and banking in general, you know, it was just dead and you know, the bailouts and, you know, every company was going under and, you know, the advice I would give anyone who is in banking or in any, any business where they're making money and they're making good money or, or any money where you can save money, save all of your money, just save all of your yeah. money. Because even if you're rolling in money and business is good, there will be a time, you know, inevitably, eventually a time where you're not, and you should make sure you're in a position at that point, you're okay because you can't, uh, what happens to a lot of people is they, they overextend themselves, they, they buy big houses, they buy fancy cars, and the fancy cars are nice, but the fancy cars aren't going to put a roof over your head 10 years later or 20 years later, or, you know, when you're retired, you know, when you're in your 60s, and, you know, and, and, and kids and people in their, in their 20s and 30s aren't thinking about what their lives are going to be like when they're old. You know, they're thinking about right now. Right now, I like this fancy car. Right now, I like to go out partying and drinking and buying my $7 Starbucks and, you know, all the things that people spend money on that's un unnecessary. And, you know, I guess my advice would be just save all of your money and make sure you're in a position that if anything's ever fall apart, you're in a good position, which is what I did. And, you know, I, because I came from, uh, I grew up in Patterson, and we were... I don't want to, you know, I hate to say poor, but we were, we were rich in love. My parents loved me, but we never had any real money. And, you know, I never wanted to be there again because it was, you know, not a good place. I mean, you end up, you know, struggling. So does that, does that make any sense? No, it's true because like, you know, growing up, but back, you know, like we're, we're the same age basically. And, um, you know, back at that time, it was a different time because, you know, even though, you know, because even reconnecting to friends from high school, it's interesting because, you know, people at that time, it was just, it was a different time to grow up in. And, you know, I have a lot of friends that they grew up in Newark and, and, and Patterson and, and even like where I was at, up North Jersey, like it's all, you know, people really didn't have a lot and they were going through their own, it wasn't an economic meltdown. But some of the, the inflation and just some of the crazy economic landscape back when we were growing up, it, it was a crazy time. Jobs sometimes were kind of tough, even when we graduated high school. Um, there were a lot of people struggling. And, um, you know, and I think coming from that, that type of background, you know, I, I think, you know, you do become a little bit more careful with your money. Not everybody, but a lot of people, uh, you know, I know that I grew up with, they did too. And, um, and anything could happen, you know, people like you could be devastated by a divorce, you could be devastated, you know, and, and completely wiped out by even a, a bad business deal. 
Um, That's true. Or God forbid, you know, illness or divorce. Illness. Like you said, there's so many, so many ways that you can, you know, end up in a position where you need to have a, a savings. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I have a daughter who's 20, and, you know, I just see five, six, seven Starbucks cups lined up on her dresser, you know, at the end of the week. And I say, you know, Lauren, that's, you know, that's uh, 40, 50 bucks you can have. It's $200 a month, that's 2400 a year. You know, when you add it up, when you just, and I'm a numbers guy, so I always say that's all money you could have saved. You just waste every week. So, right. And maybe you know. just, you know, like she doesn't have to give it up completely. Go once a week, twice a week. No, no, that's true. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, or you can go to uh, a local coffee shop and buy the dollar a cup of coffee, you know. So, I'm, right. so, so what I was, the point I was making was when that, all that transition happened, um, there were, there were, I, you know, I knew people who, you know, went through a really, really hard time. You know, they were working in, you know, they went from banking, making hundreds of thousands a year to working at uh, Home Depot, you know. So, you know, that was a weird time. You know, there were people who really, you know, everything fell apart for them, and it was really, really bad. And uh, yeah, you know, even for myself, like I, I started my business back then, and um, you know, I was consulting, and, and I started consulting, and it was just really, really a crazy time because I can attest that, you know, I had companies that I was working with because I'd always worked on the other side of the desk with a lot of these these consulting firms, and I was like, I knew that I could do it better, and you know. Um, but the backdrop, having that economic meltdown, like it, it was just such a meltdown. Everybody was just so scared. And um, I can't even tell you the number of contracts that were pulled out from under me because they said, we have to keep it in-house. We can't pay your fee. Mm. And, you know, it was just insane. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, and no, it was major it was, company. It was a weird time. But, you know, here we are now. And, you know, so the point of all that was, I didn't have a choice, and thankfully I was in a position to do it, and it was offered to me, and I kind of just fell into it. Uh, you know, no formal training, and it just, uh, you know, you're right. I was very, very lucky and fortunate to have a career in banking and then have a, a fun career in, in celebrity news, and, I've, you know, you meet a lot of interesting people, make a lot of contacts, and it's a good time. Yeah, and I think that, you know, like, it's just too saying yes, because it took a lot of courage. I can't even tell you, even people coming onto the radio show, and I'm sure you experience it too, you know, like if you're speaking to some people, that they get so, like, deer in the headlights when the camera lights come on. And then they don't say anything. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I think I've been there a few times, you know, even now, I don't know about now, but even, you know, even now, till you get a, you get some butterflies. You know, you, you it's hard uh um, and I, I'll, I'll tell anyone looking to get into the business, uh, anyone who look, looking to get into broadcasting or broadcast news or journalism, you know, start out small. Um, you know, I meet a lot of people in New York City that are looking, they're, they're aiming for the moon. You know, they just want, you know, I won't take this job, I won't take that job, but I want this job. And I always tell them, take any job you can get in the beginning, and that's how you make contacts, and that's how you get into the business, because... You know, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. I mean, New York's the number one market in the in the country, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. And you know, there there are millions of people trying to get a job there. And if you can get a job there as uh, a meteorologist or a traffic person or behind the scenes or wherever you can get the job, take the job because right. that that's your foot in the door. And you know, or become a blogger. I mean, there there are a million bloggers, but. Even if you're a blogger and you get invited to events and you start, you know, 
to start making contacts or or you know getting business cards and that leads from one thing to the other and that's how you you do it you just can't uh you know expect to jump into the to the high level you know job in this market i mean i guess you can go somewhere else and probably pull that off but not around here yeah, but I think even like yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of things that it, that you shared, a lot of lessons that you shared, just in that small snippet. You know that it's just like saying yes, open yourself up because you know just take the job and get in the door, and and then you're going to network your way through to be where you want to be, and it's being open minded and and I think it took a lot of courage to do what you did and to even make that transition because. You know, I, I can't tell you how many people, just even on the radio, like the, getting guests on on the show, that they would be, they would have been par- they would they would have died. They would, you know what I mean? Like they would not be able to to have done what you did because they just. I, I've had people I had to pull out of the parking lot. You know, <laughs> to come onto the radio. Well, show. you know, an hour is a long time, Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a five-minute segment. I mean, an hour is a long, <laughs> long time. I mean, we're talking about me for an hour. I don't know if I could do that. That seems weird. But, oh, no. but you're fine. You know, you, you, Let's you talk about you. How did you start your career? <laughs> okay, so now we're really going to go to the break. <laughs> Today, I, I'm very honored to have with me the amazing and fabulous Tom Muro. And he's a celebrity journalist. And... Um, he has been sharing some great insight into his career and how he made that transition from being a mortgage banker for many years, a successful mortgage banking career, into being a celebrity journalist. And we are live in the Killarney Public High Studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Uh, Again, that's 877-900-1077. And as I mentioned, he's been sharing some great insight into his obstacle of, I guess, having the courage, you know, have the courage to say yes and, uh, and, and take opportunities as they're presented to you. We'll be right back after a short break. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. And you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. This is Wanda Ellis, live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronx.com. Today, I'm here with the very interesting, very fascinating Tom Nero, and he has been sharing some great insight into his, uh, he's he's lived a blessed life, so he hasn't really had obstacles, but his advice of um, save your money so it helps you to weather, you know, any storm and, 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 and to get through anything, and also to have the courage to say yes uh, when an opportunity is presented to you. Um, but before we continue our segment, we have Bobby Negawescu, our producer, and he has his segment, Finding Your Future. Hello, hello, and welcome to Finding Your Future on Your Career is Calling, only on 1077 The Bronx. Today, we have an interesting job for you, entry-level technologists in Pittsburgh. Uh, This is a career that is seeking to build a team of talented, insightful, and creative technologists uh, in in the research industry in Pittsburgh. Um, What it entails is... 
You will be collaborating with technology and business colleagues to help build innovative and digital solutions globally. Um, it's more than simply writing code. It's building a brand new sort of instrument in developing inventive ideas and driving them through to completion. Um, they're looking for software engineers, system engineers, and quality test engineers. And the job today is brought to you or is with... Elsevier, I do hope I said that correctly. They are a world-leading provider of information and analytics solutions, and they're offering a multiple, not just one, multiple high-level, entry, high-paying, entry-level technology positions for 2019. I, they are offering competitive pay. They are offering an incredible work environment with a lot of potential to advance in your career, to get incredible experience. Um, and if you are interested in playing, applications are already available, and they are available through the and they are available through this March. So, don't miss out on your opportunity for this incredible job. Thank you for tuning in to finding your future on your career's calling. And now we're going to go back to Wanda Ellett and her incredible guests. All right, it's all you, Wanda. Thanks, Bobby. Excellent job as always. So you know we've gone through basically. You, you know, you, like I said, you've lived a blessed life. So now you're in this, you know, this celebrity journalist experience, Tom, and um, you're saying, oh, it's so it's like a wedding. You go there, you have a fun time, you know, and and you, you have some cocktails, you eat some food. But you, have you found that like it's really offered you different opportunities as well, like as far as building the relationships? Like even though it's very, you know, old hat to see, you know, Robert De Niro and that and and. You know, there you realize that a lot of these people are just people, and being a celebrity is their is their job. Um, they are. What are and some of the other things that you've experienced through there that you know before? Like, what's changed for you? Well, what's changed? I mean, you know, it's just uh, I guess socially. I mean, my my social calendar is pretty full now, but I mean, I guess it's just you know from a from a career standpoint. Um, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if anything has changed as far as, uh, finances. I mean, it's obviously it's not banking money, but it's more fun. Obviously it's way more fun than banking. And, you know, it's just, um, you meet a lot of interesting people, you know, aside from celebrities, you meet a lot of people. I mean, there are photographers, there are, you know, I see a lot of it. I meet I meet a lot of interesting security people, you know, just, standing around and chatting with them, you know, while they're watching the room. And, um, you know, the other thing is that I've been involved with, and this is, an, uh, this is a big thing, um, charities, you know, <clears throat> I go to a lot of galas that are fundraisers for animals and children. And, you know, there are a lot of ways to get involved. Um, one of them is I, you know, I bowl for the second stage theater, which is nice because it's a, a theater program for, um, people that are looking to get into the acting field or, or theater music. And, you know, a lot of times you go to these galas and it's for, um, you know, the disabled or uh, children with cancer or adults with cancer. And, you know, it's just nice to be, and, and a lot of times these events happen and they're not covered. You know, the, no one is there to, to, you know, say it happened. And I get right. to put it on TV or put it in a, in an article you know, Huffington Post, or or even you know, once in a while, I'm I'm in Us Weekly. You know, they'll they'll ask me where, 
you know, they'll ask me, hey, where were you last night? And I tell them, and they, they just do a little blurb on the event, and, you know, the event people uh, are thrilled because otherwise the event wasn't even mentioned. And it helps them, you know, get the name out there and spread the word. And, you know, that's, that's a nice thing, and that's a nice part of the business, too, spreading the word about these, these charities and events. So how did you get even, like, is it that some of the opportunity has presented itself, like the Huffington Post and even Us Weekly and that type of thing? Has that happened through networking, or were those things that you actively pursued, or how did that happen? Uh, the Huffington Post, I actively pursued. Um, you know, and once you kind of build up, and, you know, the other thing is, and like I said earlier, anyone looking to, to get a career in this business, you have to start small, you know, and kind of just make a name for yourself or, you know, just per- be persistent because eventually once you build up uh, either a following or you build up your social media or you, you have an article or you have a, a, a blog, something for, for the potential, um, you know, let's say, you're, let's say you're looking for a blog on Huffington Post and they look you up. You know, they, they do, everyone Googles everyone nowadays. And if your Google search ability is decent, you know, you, you've built some, you built a credible following of sorts. It makes it easier for you to keep going forward. Kind of just, uh, you know, you're building your own career online or, or what have you. And then you get your Huffington post. And then the next thing you try for, you say, Hey, I have a Huffington post, check it out. And then they see that. And then that helps you get the next, you know, get to the next level and you just kind of keep going. Uh, Us Weekly was, uh, I think I met one of the guys from Us Weekly and, you know, I guess he said, Hey, would you, you know, give me some scoop? So I gave them scoop once in a while and then it turned into them kind of following my antics every week. So, (laughs) you know, uh, and who am I to say now? And, you know, having Us Weekly is great for street cred, you know, when you're out there and you know that you could probably put the event in Us Weekly. You know, even just the mention is is great. Um, and I, you know, I agree with that. You know, that's that's like a fabulous thing. You know, as far as giving back and and just making, I think it, it probably makes you feel good too to be able to push a a, a charity forward. It, it does. It really does. I mean, and, and it's nice. And you know, some you know, I have to say, I, I can say this. You know, a lot of you know, a lot of galas and a lot of uh, charity events are to me, you're nonsense. You know, I, I yeah. always think, you know, I always think the administrators are filling their pockets and, you know, none of the money goes to where they say it's going. And those are the ones I really don't pay attention to or go to anymore. Uh, the ones that I know are really, you know, giving all of the money to the kids or what have you. And there's a, there's a local one, uh, like you mentioned earlier in the segment, uh, Jacqueline Larita, <clears throat> it's called the Emanuel Cancer Foundation in Midland Park. They, raise money every year. Uh, they actually, we just missed their, uh, they had a, a fundraiser Friday. Was that Friday? Yesterday? Oh. Was it yesterday, Friday? Uh, today. Yeah. Right. Today's Sunday. <laughs> Today's Sunday. Two days ago was Friday. Oh, happy St. Patrick's day, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, happy St. Patrick's day. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to say that earlier. So two days ago they had a fundraiser and you know, they don't raise a lot, a lot of money. They raise about $20,000, which in, in gala and event standards is very, you know, very small amount of yeah, money, small. but they take every single dollar and buy, you know, 
air conditioners, uh, tires for the parents' car, because the parents, you know, aren't, uh, you know, financially blessed. And, you know, these people are struggling while their child has cancer. Wow. And uh, they do all the little things that you need, food, uh, transportation. You know, if you live in a a three-family house in Newark and you're on the third floor and you don't have air conditioning, you can't imagine what that would be like if you 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 have a child with cancer in the yeah, you know, so, and just so they do a lot of like, things like that, and that's nice. That's that's one I really like being a part of. Wow, I hate to do this, but we got to go to break. Bobby's hitting me like, yeah, come on, we got to go to break. But yeah, uh, you are listening to your your career is calling uh, today. I am very honored and flattered to have with me the amazing Tom Nero, and he is a celebrity journalist. And uh, you are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett. We are live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronx.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. And Tom has been very gracious to share his transition from being a mortgage banker for many years to becoming the celebrity journalist and also his career lessons and obstacle overcoming the obstacle like save your money and uh, also uh, so you can weather any storm, as well as um, having the courage to say yes to different opportunities. We'll be right back after a short break. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can, and you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume-building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Mom, I can't tell you how fast this show went, and it's the end of the show. <laughs> I can't believe it. It went very, very quick, and I've been very blessed and very honored to have you, you know, share this time with me. Do you have any last bits of wisdom? Oof, that's pressure. Uh, bits <laughs> of wisdom. You know, yeah. uh, talk to everyone. You know, be good to everyone. You just never know... Um, how you can help them and how they can help you and just be open and, you know, just do everything you can in, in life. Don't, uh, don't leave anything for regret and, you know, just kind of do what you have to do and, and never give up. You know, that's, that's really the best advice I can, I can give anyone. You know, yeah, that's just, fabulous. Uh, and that's a lot of wisdom right there. Just even yeah. that, you know, you know, it's funny, there was a time where if someone looked weird, I wouldn't talk to them, but now I talk to everyone, you know, because the weirdest person might be the most interesting person and helpful person or a good person. You just, you know, uh, I when I was younger, I would judge a book by its cover, and I don't do that anymore. I have to well, I think it. it's fabulous that you, and it really means a lot to me to hear that you were, you know, when you go into an event, you're talking to the, you know, it seems you talk to the security guards, you talk to the people. It's not necessarily the celebrities. It's not necessarily, you know, the person who's like in the in the, in the spotlight. And and to me, that that's very telling of that you're, you know, the quality and caliber of your of your character. And um, because I think that and that it speaks volume uh, that you do that. That you're actually that's what you do as an action uh, because you know people. Everybody brings something to the table. And and you never know who could help you, who's going to give you your next opportunity, or even how you could help them. And uh, that's right. You well, know. Thank you. Yeah. No. It, and it's true because, uh, and again, and like you said, and you don't even necessarily have to talk to them to 
want something from them, just to learn something from them even, or, or, or hear their story. You know, it's mm-hmm. security guards are interesting people. They have lives. They're real people. They're not, you know, so, you know, I have to, <laughs> I have to say this. I've met a lot of celebrities, uh, so many I can't even remember. <laughs> you know, they're regular people too, and a lot of them are boring and uninteresting. Uh, you know, so you don't have to be a celebrity be it, to be an interesting person. And, yeah. you know, it's always nice to go in a room and anyone who is open to talk, I'll talk to them. And I think, you know, like you said, some of the people that are celebrities, because some of them are in such a cold place and, and it's all about money and what their focus is and where their drivers are. Whereas, you know, like you said, somebody, the security guard, he's there, they're there to protect others. They're there in service to others. And, you know, they're the ones that are looking out for everybody else. And it's just a different, a different focus and a different, you know, where they're, they're putting their efforts and their, their vision. And, uh, you know, I think that's fascinating. Bartenders, bathroom attendants, yeah. you know, yeah. door attendants, you know, these, you know, I love, I love talking to them. They're, they're, I just find that they're, they're, they're the most interesting people when I'm out. So it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I figured that out early, early on. I say, and they're open, and you know, and they're they're kind of like ignored. I almost feel like they're yeah. they're they're just in the room, and a lot of these people that are there are kind of just you know, you know, gala people. Can be funny yeah, and it's sometimes. funny. I think that's very true and very funny because it's just like, and even sometimes when you're at events like that and you speak to people, you know, like the people, the bathroom attendants, you know, they'll smile. And, and just to see their whole face light up and their whole persona change, that means, like, I love seeing that, you know? I, I think that's, that's wonderful. So um, is there, like, how can people get in touch with you? Is there any event that you have coming up? Or, or you know, if you want to talk about uh, the uh, Jacqueline's, uh, you know, the charity, like they have events or how, you know, anything you'd like to promote right now? Well, promote. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's so funny because I am in this business and I feel so weird. Uh, I don't do any self promoting. I guess is part of the business, but I also I really love promoting these charity events. And the one that I love is the Emanuel Cancer Foundation in Midland Park. And mm-hmm. if you really want to have, if you if you're looking to donate money either for your taxes or from your heart or for whatever reason, uh, every dollar you give them goes to the kids. And they don't keep any money for administration administration costs or anything. So it's a really that's a real good one. Um, and you know, as far as uh, all the others, uh, I you know the Buona Conti Fund for spinal injuries in uh, Miami. Uh, they have a great sports legends gala every year. That's another one. They do great things for paralysis and people who are paralyzed and injured. And, uh, those are the two that I really really love and uh just want to say hi to my beautiful wife and three beautiful children <laughs> probably still home right now sleeping and that's uh that's all i have to promote awesome and how can people get in touch with you um i'm at uh, at celebrity magnet on twitter and at tom Euro m-u-r-r-o on instagram and uh i'm not going to give out my phone number that's fine <laughs> <laughs> Um, are you on LinkedIn as well? Can people catch I you? believe I am on LinkedIn, but I, I don't I don't check that. I check that about once every six months. 
but on Instagram, your Instagram is fabulous. That's uh, really how we connected. And then I think it's, you know, I, I think it's amazing. And, um, you know, like I said, I think you're a very fascinating man. And, and I thank you very much for, you know, taking the time well, and well. giving us the insight. You know, this was just, I really enjoyed it. And, um, well, thank you. Me too. Yeah, it was really, it was really, really fascinating. And, you know, even more fascinating than anticipated. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. So um, in closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the On Demand Library on 1077thebronx.com, where we have over six years' worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. And you can learn, you can listen to us anywhere, as you can download the 1077 The Bronx Street iPhone or uh, Android app uh, from the App Store. You simply search WRRC1 or WRRC2. And we would love to hear from you during the week. Uh, you can check out uh, and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting. Uh, you can check out my website, G45 Consulting, where you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society and the Secret Mentor Society Boot Camp. So if you're having challenges with your job search, it's a 10-day intensive course that has proven to drive results for our alumni. There are seats available for the April class. So if you'd like to join me, I really would love to have you. And you can connect to me on LinkedIn or send me an email at wanda at g45consulting.com. And we would like to thank our producer, Bobby Negoescu, for another fantastic job. And Bronx General Manager, John Moses. Special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Carwell Express Press, and Ryder University's Office of Career Development and Success for making this hour possible. Uh, we could not do this hour without their support, and we appreciate you, our listeners. We know how difficult it is to manage your career. And we thank you for listening in. Uh, remember, own your career and keep networking alive. I'm going to be here next week with another fantastic guest, and I hope you have a fantastic week. And thanks again, Tom. Thank you, Wanda. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this presentation of Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting, only on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda will be back again next Sunday at 8 a.m. with more great guests and incredible career advice to help you start or further your career. If you wanted to listen to this show or any other show from Your Career is Calling, you can tune in on 1077thebronc.com under the Your Career is Calling tab. Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Ryder University. We hope that the next time that phone rings, you pick it up with Your Career is Calling, only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Thanks for all the advice. See you next time.